It's time for Fish Facts TV. Welcome to Fish Casting the Fishing Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner of Fish Facts TV. Hello, everyone. I'm Captain Tim. All right, guys, excited about this new episode. Today is the first official day. Uh, I'm probably posting it at night. So when you're listening it, when you listen to it tomorrow, it'll probably be the second official day of the Florida Fish Madness, the polls where you get to pick the best fish in Florida. Um, I talked about it a lot last week as far as criteria goes. We're going to do a little bit more analysis on the back end, um, but we're going to start out. I did a little fishing. Tim did a little turkey hunting, and uh, we'll begin with that. So, Tim, what's the scoop? Yeah. Um, so, as everyone knows that was listening um, a couple weeks ago, I did some turkey hunting down in the Everglades. And then this weekend, I did some turkey hunting uh, up in North Florida. So the North uh, Florida season started on, um, I believe it was March 18th, 19th, one of these days, the dates are kind of fuzzy. But anyways, I was up in North Florida for the, uh, um, the North Zone spring season of turkey hunting. And, and unlike the, the turkey hunting I was doing in South Florida and the Everglades, where I was kind of running and gunning, moving around, trying to listen for gobbles and find turkeys and make my approach at them. I don't really have the, uh, the access to do that. Um, I don't have any permits to hunt on some wildlife management areas, um, up there. So I'm really stuck to just a couple acres of land where I kind of set up and kind of a, um, a spot or a pinch point where I think the turkeys are going to move through and then kind of ambush style. Um, I had a couple of nice sits uh, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday morning. Um, I did have a chance at a really nice big gobbler. Um, he actually kind of came in behind me and um, he, he actually busted me. He saw me because I, I had to kind of move to shift a little bit to see him better. And, and he, he scooted off. I, I did have a chance. I had my shotgun on him, but I just I wasn't really comfortable with the shot just because he was kind of next to a, a little scrubby oak tree and I didn't want to make an unethical shot. Plus there was um, a barn, uh, a neighbor's barn, um, uh, 160 yards or so past them, but not really in the line of the shot. And I just didn't feel comfortable shooting that way. Yes, I'm shooting a shotgun and, and that wouldn't even be close to lethal or, or even hurt anybody at that, at that distance. It just didn't seem like the right thing to do. Um, unfortunately that was the only, uh, gobbler I saw. I saw a bunch of hens. I saw a bunch of quail. I saw a wild cat, not a bobcat, <laughs> just a house cat that was running around. That was very feral. Um, and a lot of deer. I saw a lot of deer. So had a great time. Um, this was a piece of land that I harvested two uh, gobblers off of last year. Um, you know, really had a good time with my family. We went out on our little boat on the river. And um, it was just a nice trip up to the panhandle. I wish I could have converted on, on that gobbler, but it wasn't the right, it wasn't the right move to make. And something that, that's kind of been, you know, weighing on me is, you know, we talk about conservation and, and, and knowing the regulations and things like that. Um, where I hunt, it, it borders up next to a, um, a wildlife management area where there's actually no hunting allowed. And, and, you know, a couple hundred yards to the west of that, there's some private land. And uh, I know there's a hunter over there, but over the course of Saturday morning and Sunday morning, I heard eight shotgun shots really early. So the, uh, the legal limit for, for turkeys in Florida is 
two per person and, and that's it. That's it for the season. So I don't know what was going on over there. Uh, that, that guy must have had a lot of guests or something. But unfortunately, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of stuck on this one piece of property. I don't know what they're doing if they're accessing some area they shouldn't be. It sure sounded like they were. But, um, you know, o- over in that area is, is a, much, a much more productive area. That's where the turkeys roost. So um, I do feel bad for the turkeys. I hope that um, either they weren't as successful as maybe uh, I think they are in my head because I, I definitely want some, you know, sustainable stock there for, for seasons to come. So hopefully uh, they, didn't, they didn't shoot all the, the mature gobblers and um, I'll be able to get back up there and try it again. Well, Tim, you know, maybe they were just a really bad shot. I, I, I don't know if you're uh, eight shots doesn't mean eight hits. I mean, maybe you are such a good shot. You're, you're kind of attributing your skills to others. Yeah. I, you know, I got to think that they're good hunters. Um, you know, I've kind of seen their setup over there uh, when I haven't been hunting and, and I've been, you know, just hiking around, but um, you know, it, it, I, I certainly didn't get that warm, fuzzy feeling that the, the turkeys were gobbling their heads off on Sunday morning. I heard, a few turkeys over there. I mean, they were trying to outcall each other. And then once they flew down, it was like bang, 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 and uh, no more gobbles. So I don't know. Um, I'm going to hope for the best and, and hopefully, hopefully they're a bad shot. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it sounds like a fun trip. I know you love getting out there, even if you uh, didn't have as much success if you wanted to, but you know, uh, hopefully as we move into April, the, the fishing weather starts getting a little better and we can actually, uh, get back to uh the fishing that that this uh the audience loves around here yeah i, I know it's the uh, uh fish casting the fishing podcast but all i've seen to do this this winter is hunt and uh, uh not get out on the water it's actually been uh, since january 1st was the last time i had my boat out so that's the longest it's been and i don't know how long so uh, hopefully this weekend knock on wood everything's better but um we'll see we'll see uh, um April usually brings some really nice boating weather. So I'm uh, uh, optimistic there. Now, Tanner, did you have an opportunity to get out? Um, I have had a not very good fishing couple of weeks. Probably the worst couple of fishing weeks I've had uh, since the summertime when I was studying. You know, I've made a couple attempts. So the night after we recorded last, I went back to that same spot to try to target mangrove snappers. And I had almost the same luck you know, maybe three keepers and three shorts or something like that. And a little barracuda. Um, and I actually think I caught a toadfish. So, you know, I, I had some luck, uh, but now that was, you know, two weeks ago in the last two weeks, I, uh, I haven't had much luck. I've tried a couple different things. I tried peacock bass on Sunday. Um, I tried to go to the beach for snook on Saturday Um, But, you know, only for an hour here and there, you know, I haven't spent a whole day fishing. I've just had other stuff going on. Um, On on Sunday, uh, we did take the boat out and uh, it was a sandbar day with the wife and her cousin. So uh, we just kind of cruised around, posted up on the sandbar. You know, I did see a mangrove snapper eat a chicken wing uh, at the marina. But I think that was, uh, that was the extent of fish exposure. You know, I've been getting some good reports on these snook, but unfortunately, 
Uh, this coming weekend, I will be in Tampa for a wedding. And then um, the following weekend, I have the boat. Or no, the following weekend, the boat club is full. So I think I'm going to try to go up to Jupiter and maybe rendezvous with uh, Jimmy. And then the, the weekend of the 10th, um, I have the boat. So we'll see, you know, maybe uh, I might try to dip into my Peacock Bass spot on 75 on my way over to Tampa and just give it a quick little uh, inspection and see if I can pull out a peacock or two. Um, but other than that, you know, I, I don't really have any good fishing plans in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, you know, springtime's already filling up so much. It, it seems like I'm booked out till May uh, myself. But I, I do have a tournament that rain or shine, doesn't matter how much wind, it's an inshore tournament. I'm going to be fishing on the ninth. So, um, you know, if worse comes to worse, I'll be out there. I think the same weekend you'll be fishing, I'll be fishing. So maybe, maybe we can both get on something then. Yeah, we can, we got to do something to, to just fill up content until then. I, I got to at least try to stop on 75 on the way there, or the way back, just, just to do something. Uh, you know, right now my wife is supposed to meet me there on Saturday and fly in. So maybe that means on uh, Friday I'll have the opportunity. But uh, if that doesn't pan out, you know, we'll be driving all weekend. And then I'm actually going to be um, up in the Cape Canaveral area for work. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe one night I'll try to get out and get some snook around there. I, I've heard um, that they, they have a lot of good snook, but I, I don't know. I'm going to a conference for work, so I'm not sure uh, if I'm going to have any availability. Yeah, hope, hopefully you can get out and try that, um, you know, get on some of that water that you haven't fished before. Um, I've been hearing reports that the snook's been pretty good, you know, seems like Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. Uh, on this coast when one of the weather's nice, but um, yeah, it should be about that time. I, I can imagine snook on both coasts are going to start opening it up and people are going to start reeling in some big ones. All right. All right. Well, let's get to the reason that we know everybody's here tonight. The Florida fish madness, which is currently live on fish facts TV on Instagram. Um, I'm just going to do a quick recap in, in case you didn't listen to last week's or you didn't follow my Instagram. So basically what we're doing, we've made a bracket. This bracket consists of fish from all over the state of Florida. And we're just having people vote in a binary poll on which fish they rather catch. Totally subjective of whatever you want. So today we did the North Florida region, um, and I'm just going to kind of briefly recap uh, some of the matchups that are going on in the North Florida region. So the North Florida region was the redfish versus the pigfish, the bluefish versus the bluegill, the black drum versus the toadfish, the pompano versus the amberjack, the sheep's head versus the largemouth bass, the Virginia croaker versus the Southern Flounder, the Spanish Mackerel versus the Gag Grouper, and the Red Snapper versus the Spot. So in most of those polls, they're going kind of as you would predict. You know, I, I intentionally kind of put things, you know, the first round is supposed to be the easy round. Um, there was a couple that, that I thought had room to be close matches. And the first one I would talk about is the Bluegill Sunfish versus the Bluefish. Um, we have about 46% for the bluegill sunfish and 54 for the bluefish. Um, so that's 26 to 22 votes. 
Um, it's a tight one. We still got all night for the voting to continue. So, uh, Tim, uh, what do you feel about that? Yeah, um, that, that's a pretty, a pretty tight one there. Um, and I can see that, you know, we have anglers from all over the country and I think even the world that listen to this uh, um, program. So, you know, I think that the, the bluegill may be more ubiquitous to especially North America versus the, the blue fish. Um, one of the ones that I figured would be a neck and neck race was the pompano and amberjack. Um, you know, pompano is, is such a good eating fish and uh, really anyone can catch them from off the beach. You know, there's easy access to them and, uh, you know, they, they have a great spring run and they're, they're relatively simple to catch. Like I said, anyone can seem to catch them, you know, right place, right time. And then the amberjack, you know, I love an amberjack. Um, I, I have a great time fishing for them and, you know, they pull hard and they're a really cool fish and you can you know, eat them too. And I think the pompano is better by and large, but that one, that was a really close matchup to me. And, and I actually don't know how I would vote. Um, you know, I haven't voted on any of these yet, but um, I really have to kind of, kind of weigh the odds and, and have an internal debate because that one's tough for me. Yeah. The pompano has really been running away with that one. Uh, surprisingly um, right now they're up 31 to 19. So it's a, oh. uh, it's it's one of the one of the more surprising matchups. I think a couple, uh, including that one that I thought, you know, would be closer, ended up not being so close. Like I thought the bluefish would blow the bluegill out of the water. Obviously, I was wrong there. The amberjack um, is trailing the pompano by a pretty significant margin. And then the third one that really surprised me was the sheep's head versus the largemouth bass. Currently, the sheep's head is up thirty to eighteen on the largemouth bass. So by no means a blowout, but you know, sheep's head are, you know, not as sporting as something like a largemouth bass. You know, that one actually is surprising to me, just given the fact of, of how the bluegill and the blue fish uh, played out. And it kind of throws my logic uh, out the window because largemouth bass are, are everywhere throughout the country. So um, pretty, pretty wild stuff. Um, you know, maybe, uh, Maybe people just have that, um, you know, that, that lust for certain fish. I know there's, there's fish on here that, you know, I, I kind of view as uh, maybe not. And then some that I just am, you know, completely enamored by. So I know how I'd vote, but, um, you know, everyone probably has those, those similar situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, moving forward, obviously, we're going to uh, announce these tomorrow morning um, for who are the winners of the first round. Moving forward, Tim. Um, have you looked at the rest of the bracket? Are there any other matchups that you're interested to see? Yeah. Um, you know, th there was a couple, couple fun ones that, that, you know, when you made these pairings, um, you know, some snapper battles and um, it, it, similar to the Amberjack and the Pompano. Um, I think the lane and the mutton battle from the keys could be tight because the lanes to me are more similar to the Pompano. Whereas, you can really catch them from, you know, almost any bridge, anyone with a piece of shrimp or squid or something can get on these lanes, you know, in the Keys in South Florida. Um, you know, we catch them all the time out here uh, on the West Coast. Um, but the muttons are a little trickier, right? I mean, the muttons are, you know, in my mind, the tougher fish to catch, the, the bigger, the grander snapper. It's one of the, you know, best eating fish that swims. But they don't really allow the everyday average angler a chance to get to them unless they have, you know, a little more access or, 
you know, have honed their um, skills. So that one I could see being pretty tight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, another one that I'm really looking forward to uh, in, in tomorrow's South division is the Kubera snapper versus the King mackerel. You know, I think that uh, both have a lot of, a lot of positives. Um, and, and I think that one could really go either way. Um, but, but I have no idea which way it's going to go. Yeah, no, that, that one's a good one too. And, and one more I was looking at and, and I'm, I'm going off the top of my head. And it, it kind of, there, there's a theme, right, with, with all these I'm mentioning. And it's the Spanish mackerel gag grouper. Is, was that one of the, the matchups I thought I saw yeah, in there? Th- you know, that one's kind of turned into a blowout. That's one of the ones we really? have in there today. Um, okay. Right, right now, our current is 35 to 11 for the gag grouper. So okay. um, well, gag grouper is really, really leading the charge here. So that's how I would vote. Um, but I'm a big time grouper fan. Um, but then again, you know, I, I love catching Spanish mackerel. I, lo- I like getting, you know, more novice anglers, taking them out and just, just putting one after the other over the rail on a hot mackerel bite. It's just, you know, really hard to beat. So, you know, a lot of peer fishermen throughout the state target Spanish mackerel. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of eye openers in this bracket. That's for sure. You know, another one that I think uh, is an interesting parallel to that going on in our Keys division, which is going to be later this week, is the Ciro mackerel versus the Black Grouper. So, you know, two two cousins uh, in a similar matchup. So it's going to be interesting to see if that matchup plays out the same way as this one is. Yeah, no question. You wonder how the the Gag versus Spanish and then the Black versus Ciro, if that's going to translate at all. Um, it'll be interesting to uh, watch develop, that's for sure. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, if anyone is interested in this kind of stuff, um, you know, you're welcome to send this message. I got, I got a couple comments. You know, someone told me that they were picking the bluegill to beat the bluefish uh, in the end. So, you know, I'd love to, love to hear people's comments. Um, you know, obviously we're having the, the redfish, which was the, the first one up. We currently have well over uh, 50 votes. Right now we have 55 votes. So, you know, I'm hoping by tomorrow we can get at least to 60. And if we can put 60 votes, you know, that's a, that's a really good amount of people giving us their input on, on which fish they think is better. Yeah, um, you know, similar to, to the, the actual brackets that, you know, people fill out you know, whether they're betting or, or just basketball or sports fans. I'm not a basketball fan, but I fill one out every year and I know nothing. And a lot of that, you know, I vote with my heart or just a good feeling. So maybe there's some of that going on. Um, you know, we'll have to just wait and see. And, you know, people that are listening to this, it's probably going to be too late for this round, but, you know, catch the next rounds and, and have your voice be heard. Absolutely. And I think for the next couple of weeks while we're doing this, we're going to pause the fish of the week, because we're obviously spending a lot of time uh, talking about the different fish that we are using in the brackets. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, uh, You put a lot of work and uh, a lot of thought to get these together. So I'm excited that we're talking about this stuff, Danny. Well, all right, Tim, I think um, that is all I have for today. I think we're probably running a little short, but neither of us went fishing. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, 
Well, keep me posted on how these guys shake out. I know that there's some folks at work that are interested. Um, they're, they, they participated in the votes. And, um, you know, if there's a nail biter, maybe I'll have to weigh in. But up to this point, I've been letting the, the public uh, cast their votes. All right. Well, uh, have a good one, Tim. And I will catch you next week. Remember? All right. Thanks, everyone. Like, subscribe, comments, all of it. Have a good one.